Hello, love, and welcome to your lovely intuition podcast. I'm your host, Riley June, medium and mentor. Through understanding my energy, intuition, and spirit, I have found the way back home to my soul, unlocking infancy in my life, relationships, building a six-figure business, and manifesting more in my dreams than ever before. I am here to help you deeper understand your intuition, why you're here, and what your soul is calling you to know so you can unlock those codes within you too. So take a deep breath in and let's dive into all things energy now. Hello, lovelies. Welcome back to another episode. Um, So the last week, we talked about a lot of controversial things. Um, And you guys really loved that episode. And I was really actually excited to talk about it. I love talking about the narrative of all the things, right? We know what's going on in the mainstream media. That is a very obvious um, story to read, no matter where your beliefs are, right? It just you see what they're sharing us, right? But then there's the other side, right? There's a side that where people are getting called conspiracy theorists and critics and dangerous for their belief system. But here's the thing, right? You look at this from a perception of scientists. Science is here because they disprove and prove the narrative of what is being shown, right? There's always more evolving. That's not always 100% of truth. So when we look at a global experience like the one that we are experiencing, it is important to become a critical thinker. It is important to look at all views and sides objectively, right? No matter where your beliefs may lie at this point, It is so important to be objective because when you decide on something, especially with everything transpiring at this time, you decide on a story, you decide on a narrative, you're missing an opportunity to learn more or understand even better, right? So today we are going to be going into ego. Today we're going to be going in... um, I'm going to talk about my experience with aliens and ETs. I think that's going to be really interesting, fascinating. Um, And I'm going to talk about rights, rights and freedom, uh, and really how this is affecting us and impacting us energetically. uh, Because these, it's so interesting to me. These things are so important, and I feel like they're just getting looked over so effortless and easily because there's so much fear in the narrative in the world right now that people are seeking out that immediate security, that immediate safety. And like I said in the beginning, right, when you decide or buy into a particular narrative, whether it's positive or negative, right, when you decide or buy into a very particular narrative very quickly, you miss the opportunity to be a critical thinker. And what's really unfortunate about being on the side of the awakened I'm going to go into what it means to be awakened in this experience because it's a big word being thrown around a lot, um, but it doesn't necessarily mean what it is being portrayed to mean. When you're on the side of the awakened, you see life in a very different way, right? That's why there's some people who, um, if they get an unexpected bill, they'll feel upset, disconnected, angry, frustrated, and then there'll be some who receive that same bill and be excited and happy and fortunate and feel that that's a sign or a symbol of abundance coming in another way, right? There's always two sides of it. And 
in what way you see the world and what way you see your experience depends on the frequency in which you are in. And right now, on the side of being awakened as a mentor and as someone who wants who chooses to be in a position of leadership and grow in a position of leadership, I decided to spend the last five months um, going into all these things, consciously knowing and understanding that my vibration and frequency was going to be lowered because I'm in all this content of the pedophilia and the you know, murders and the suicides and the cover-ups and all the stuff, right? And the takedowns and all the things. And that's naturally is the more you're consumed in that content going to take down your vibration and frequency. But I did this by choice because one, I wanted to be informed and two, I wanted to be educated to a degree where I could hold conversations and also be able to challenge someone's narrative so instead of projecting no it's not this way it's that instead having information and understanding enough to say well what do you think about this or is that so okay so tell me more about this right and that way i wasn't coming from a place of trying to project onto people now i won't say i'm perfect there have been times in conversations where i have gotten up and or gotten into a projection of my own experience but it's also been a really incredible learning experience for me because I'm being faced with people who have a very particular bias and perception of this experience whether it's due to COVID whether it's due to the trafficking whether it's due to um, global takedowns elites Illuminati's all the things um, it's helped me to discern my emotions and my energy from other people's reactions, which is a really powerful tool and something that is so amazing to be able to harness and understand for yourself, especially as we continue to move through this world and this 20, 2020 experience. What I want to get into today, um, it's really interesting because so the first day that I so these usually come out on Mondays, right? Um, I always have had in the past a energy update for the first. We were gone camping and it was really wonderful. It was so nice to be away. And not away because we were escaping our home, but just in, in nature, right? We're waking up every morning. We're outside all day. We're in the water. We're connecting with the world and, and unplugged ultimately. Um, and it's such a beautiful thing. But something that I really understood was that my energy didn't want to record this yet. There was things that were meant to transpire. There was things that were meant to be confirmed. There was things that were meant to unfold. And even now I'm recording this knowing that I'm going to put this out prematurely. But I want to do it anyways because in a way it's a test for me to really hone in on my understanding of this higher um, information, concepts, awakening, and all these things. First, I want to get into the concept of being awakened. Okay, so when you hear this term being awoke in this experience or being a sheep, it projects a third dimensional bias of one way being right and one way being wrong. That those who are the sheeps, per se, with air quotations, that they can't see the truth, they can't see the narrative, they can't see the bigger picture. Which in a sense is true, and mostly just due to lack of self-research, right? The one thing that we need to all keep in mind in this is that becoming a critical thinker and understanding your rights 
is going to be your second best asset beyond understanding and knowing your energy. If you can really hone in and harness those two aspects, then you're going to make it through this year abundantly, happy, healthy, in love, in light, feeling at peace, even in a time where we are at a spiritual war. And if you're someone who is just coming into that understanding, it really starts with then knowing your rights. Because when you know your rights, you understand what you have control over. Then going into your energy, you then understand how you interact. You then understand what you need. You then understand what is being asked and required of you. And if you're not in a position where you understand either, then it's very easy to buy into someone else's narrative or story. Now you can take that and you can expand it beyond just the government and world experience. You can also apply it to every individual area and element of your life where you may now currently, past or even future, be presented with a challenge or a choice or a change. Okay, but here's the thing that's um, that I'm really observing and seeing that uh, it, it's kind of unfortunate because it gives a bad name to people who do this work honestly and with a lot of intention and love and light. That those who are awoke now have a right or a righteousness to project on their experience, their belief system, or you know the conspiracy, as the people like to call it. But that's not necessarily the right thing to do either. Because as a leader, as a mentor, you lead by example. Now, again, I'm not perfect. And I definitely have said or um, responded with reactions versus just an intention to question. But I also know that when I went down all these holes to want to learn more that I was going to be faced with lower vibrations and frequencies, which would ultimately change my frequency to a degree, um, but to have reminders along the way to help me to come out of that experience as well. And so those who are awakened, if you are someone who knows and understands what I'm really talking about, um, you see what's going on beyond just COVID, wear a mask, right? You see beyond everything. You see the recovery rates. You see the bills and the legislations that have been, plast, um, been passed um, and have been able to be passed due to the Emergency Act. I'm going to go into some of Canada and Alberta, mostly Alberta's legislation. So if you're from Alberta, this is going to be really helpful to you. I'm going to go into bylaws as well because that's really important um, as we move through these mandates or these uh, these um, these bylaws that are getting put into effect into place and your rights because your rights are your most important thing right if you not even if you as we grow through this experience, our rights are the one thing that cannot be taken away unless we give away our, our liberty for a temporary security, right? And if you give and are willing to give away that for a temporary response, then do you deserve your liberty and security in the end, right? And that might that sounds like a very righteous question to ask, but it and in turn is also true and creates a beautiful reflection in your life, right? Where are you looking for a temporary solution for something that you desire of a long-term sustainability or gain, 
right? And that's what this whole year has faced, we have been faced with, is a temporary solution that takes away our long-term experience, that takes away from a, a deeper understanding. And it puts in place then one that infringes on our rights and our freedoms. And I knew nothing about politics, about rights, about laws, about bylaws, about mandates, any of these things until this year. And by no means am I an expert, but I am more willing to do my research because it is going to be required of me to hold my ground and my voice as I move through as it is for you too. We can all gather together for Black Lives Matter movements and that's beautiful, but what about the children? Because that's a much bigger issue. We can all band together to stand up for one race, but what about the, the rights of the human race? Because that is what is now coming into question the more and more that we move through this. And it is uh, disheartening. Um, this entire podcast is not going to be a dense podcast. So if you're here this long with me, um, there's going to be love and light and tips for helping to understand your energy. Um, I will say that I extended the uh, enrollment of Intuition Academy because the value of joining a course and really, especially if you're in a beginner stage of really diving in and learning about your energy, um, understanding it to the fullest degree and the foundations of you is going to be something that you can then take and apply for the rest of your life. It is a reference point that you will come back to time and time again. The more conscious you become in your intuition and your understanding of you and your energy and this spiritual experience that we are in in the world. Um, and you will hear more and you will learn more every time you go back to it. I'm going to build out that course with so much incredible content um, in these next couple months. So that is open now until um, by the time this comes out, I'm going to leave it open till Sunday, actually. I'm going to leave Intuition Academy open till Sunday, which is going to be August 9th. Um, and I also want to share too that the important thing about knowing when you're diving into different levels of frequencies gives you an opportunity to come back to clarity. So when I started realizing my energy was very consumed and a lot of negativity, a lot of low vibe vibrations, I was able to then discern that my experience was being a reflection of that. So all my conversations I was having was consumed by that um, and all by choice, right? I chose to go in that space. I chose to buy in or to be a part of that narrative, which created the experience that I was then having and unfolding, which ended up being a lot of resistive conversations. And again, even though I chose to do that consciously to really develop my skills of helping um, my clients ultimately and help my trainings expand uh, to ask better questions and help people to evolve past their limiting beliefs and their paradigms. Um, I knew how that was still going to impact me and taking responsibility for that. I implemented and had things in place and understandings in place to get myself out of that frequency. And when I chose to, I had the utmost amount of clarity about how my business is going to be expanding, um, the new things that are going to be available for all of you beyond just digital courses and mentoring and readings. And it was because I elevate at a high vibration that I was then able to discern the energy and the experience I was having and come out and have just as quick the clarity that I was requiring, desiring moving forward. So know that 
even in a low vibrational experience, whether it be the story of the, the globe right now or it be a circumstance that you are facing, that you always ultimately have a choice. And at the end of the, the center of everything in your reality is always you, right? And when you really hone in on that, the center of the reality that you experience is you, that you can then take responsibility for exactly what you experience, behaviors, patterns, beliefs, all the things, right? And that's really important. So as we move through this, um, I actually want to first start talking about ex my experience with aliens. So I've always loved the concept of aliens. Um, I never thought that they were scary or something that was impossible. Um, I've always loved movies about them. And I've always, always, always loved that uh, there is the possibility for something greater out there with a higher intelligence, because that's essentially how they're depicted in our movies, right? And the more conscious I became in my energy, the more I started channeling, the more I started connecting with aliens. And it actually started with a reading that I did last September. It was a group session, and we were all sitting down at the table, and there was six six of them and me so seven of us and i'm going through doing all their readings and they're they're you know about life they're about relationships they're about money work um healing trauma all those things and then i get to this one man and i sit with him and and in most cases i'm uh feeling because there's so many of them and one of me i'm having to pull my energy up which means that i'm having to you know really have a straighter back i'm really having to be more consciously aware and in tune to each individual person to also decipher and to discern between who is who and what belongs to what um, along with the spirits coming in as well for each person so i'm sitting with them doing the readings then i get to this man and i i just sit back in my chair and i relax and I cross my arms, which tells me that my energy needs some shield, some extra shielding or protection. And I just look at him and I just start talking. Now, where with everyone else, I have my hands going. I'm very, um, you know, open with my energy. There's a lot of like motions and movements and leaning in and leaning out and all these things. But for him, I'm very sit, like laid back, calm. And I have my hands crossed on my chest. And I'm just staring at him. And all of a sudden, I just see all these channels open up. It's as if above his crown, it just, there was what, what looked like a million different light beams coming out of this, his crown chakra. And I just start talking to him. And I just start talking about how connected he is. And I remember saying things like, I've never experienced this before like this, but you are interdimensional you connect with aliens and higher beings and channels and light languages and i hear so many languages i've never heard before and you communicate with different planets with different spaces with technology in a different way you are a human form but you are not a human and i had to look at everyone else and say this might not make sense to you but i'm just gonna share whatever comes up and i look at him and i ask does that make sense and he just nods his head and he laughs and so I continue, I'm like, okay. And then I start talking about um, his mother had passed. So she had come in and she starts talking about certain things about him and his past. And then I, um, whenever I do a spirit reading, I typically kind of look off to the side because I'm just looking at the spirit and just communicating with them. And then just relaying through my voice with the person who was sitting in front of me. I'm looking off to the side and all of a sudden I look back to him and I'm like, she keeps showing me this man at the water and he's fishing. 
and this doesn't feel like a memory it's like she wants to show me the man that's fishing and there's a fish in a pond and um, something about being on a boat but again this isn't a memory does that make sense and he looks and he says yes yes as if that was some sort of confirmation he was looking for and I continue and I talk about these channels, these changes, these communications, different planets, different... Now I'm starting to see different alien races and I'm describing them and I'm talking about them and I'm so fascinated by them. And they're now all communicating with me. And I, my light body is jumping to different spaces and, and dimensions and times and parallels and it was happening so quickly and so fast and so effortlessly that as once I finished the session with him... I said, does that, does this make sense to you? And he says, yes, more than you know. And I ask, okay, are you open to expanding on that? You don't have to, but I'm just so curious. And he says, not right now, but we can talk after. And I said, okay, probably that makes sense. Cause I could tell that a lot of the other people who are sitting with me at this point were looking at me like, what just happened? And so we finished up the session and afterwards I'm going to my car and he walks me to my car and he says, you know, Everything that you said really makes sense. He said, when I met you, I asked my mom who had passed to let you know in code who I truly am if you are of purest heart. And I touched your mind's eye with my energy and I allowed you to be activated into my frequency. And I looked at him and at first a part of me thought, oh my God, what did I just get myself into? (laughs) Right? Because anyone who hears that would think, that's nuts but what i had experienced and what i had seen was beyond what anyone could understand now you have to remember this was at this point september of last year maybe even the year before i can't truly remember i think it was last year so 2019 and he then went on to share that he communicates with aliens that he has them visit him all the time, that the um, the man in the water with the fishing, that that was his sign of Jesus, and that if I was a pure of heart, that his mom was to give me the code, and the code was acknowledging Jesus. And he then went on to share a lot of other experiences that he's had since a child, uh, the way that he has always been special communicating, communicates with energy in a different way, like all these things. And I walked away from that really understanding that, holy shit, there is so much more that we don't truly understand and know. And then it even brought my curiosity of aliens and ATs and all these things to light and to um, really a desire for deeper exploration. So I started watching documentaries on um, Close Encounters of the Fifth Kind, what goes into the alien exploration and the ways that they've always been here and interacted with us and all these types of things. And then I signed up for Gaia. And if you don't have Gaia, I highly recommend it. Pretty much just cancel Netflix and get Gaia. It's going to teach you all you need to know, <laughs> which is so fascinating. And on Gaia, there's all these different interviews with people who work in these underground tunnels, which if you haven't noticed throughout the world at this point are being blown up or Federal Reserve Banks are being blown up. And so unfortunately that there are going to be casualties um, and that doesn't make it okay. But in order to take out the corruption in the world, um, there's only so much that can be done, right? And that's all I'm really going to touch on about that for right now. But, um, uh, 
there's these interviews of people who have worked for these underground tunnels, um, these underground laboratories that are spread out all over the world and their experience with experimenting with aliens and um, and dissections and uh, cloning and geno splicing and all these types of things. And then there's more documentaries to back this up beyond Gaia. And so my exploration just continued to grow and to grow and to grow. And then there was one night where I had finished watching a video of this man who was just out of this planet. So something I really want to bring to your awareness too is that aliens walk among us and we are no different than them. If anything, we are an alien to them, right? We are all different races in a bigger experience, right? So if that humbles some of that understanding for you, then beautiful. Um, and he was just talking about consciousness and how everything is a particular fraction of a truth depending on who's telling it or where you're hearing it from or so on and so forth. That I can tell you this and it is only going to be a fraction of the truth, of a bigger truth, of a bigger story, of a bigger something, right? Just like everything. And after that, I went to bed and I started having this what felt like a lucid dream. And this little gray alien walked into my hallway and into my room and I I remember looking at them and I was petrified by fear because I had never experienced this before at least to what I knew right and it wasn't harmful it felt very neutral and it just stood there observing me as if I had contacted it or communicated with it saying that it was okay to now visit me or be in my energy and I remember that I couldn't move whether I was in a dream state at this point or this was real it was all one in the same really and I remember in that space telling myself wake up wake up wake up you don't have to be here wake up wake up wake up and I was just still now my eyes were closed but now I realized that I was consciously aware in my space so this was all now in my reality in my room in in my home and again it didn't feel fearful the alien but the experience did because I didn't know what was happening. And it was, it knew that I needed to be still to be able to discern the, ex, uh, the experience. And so whatever it had done, it had froze my energy. So I was just in, in that space, in that timeline. And I remember in my head thinking that I was speaking out loud saying like, babe, do you see this? Babe, do you see this? Babe, do you see this? Oh my God, what is happening? Babe, do you see this? And then there just came a point where it just, it was like something snapped. Fingers snapped or time snapped back into place. And all of a sudden I was like free. I could move. And I looked over at my husband. I said, babe, are you kidding me? Did you just see that? Were you not listening to me? He's like, what are you talking about? You've been sleeping for like an hour. And I was like, no, I wasn't. Like I just, did you not see that alien that was in our room? He's like, what are you talking about? I was like, the alien that was just in our room, like I was just paralyzed. I was talking to you. I couldn't move. He was like, no, you were sleeping. I was like, I was not sleeping. This this was not a dream. He's like, yeah, you've been sleeping for like an hour. And it felt like maybe five or ten minutes. So I knew in that time that my time reality had shifted and I had come out of the matrix of our time. And this whole experience was happening. Now, there are some that might argue that this was a figment of my imagination based on the things that I was learning and the videos I was watching. But there's something so real about how things all tie together. 
and how our consciousness and how aliens communicate with our um, with our consciousness with our intuition and how they speak with us through the minds and I felt crazy I felt like okay maybe he's right maybe I lost it maybe I've lost my mind maybe this is too much for all the things right I'm discerning too much here at this point I've taken on too much information you know I'm losing it but then I started asking questions like if this is real show me more signs if this is real I want to hear other experiences from people I know not so much to prove that this isn't true because I fully believed that it was true at the time and I still do because it was real it was a real experience but then to find other people who had had similar experiences and so one of my um, students then ended up going on two different explorations in vortex energy spaces where she was then communicated and met with aliens I have another student who then opened up her intuition to communicating with other alien species and met someone who was out of this planet out of this world and as they shared their experiences with me, I knew, okay, so this is not only 100% real, but that I'm not the only one. And there are so many accounts and cases across the world of people seeing these things. Now, something you need to understand as I share this is that there are also going to be a story or a timeline that exists within this that has to do with manipulation where these aliens exist, these spaceships that are being found, these accounts of people seeing things are real, but there's also going to be a manipulated standpoint where uh, whether it's government, secret services, things to that degree, have also developed, uh, developed something, a spaceship of their own, if you will, that can go even back into history with Hitler and his um, developments of spacecrafts and anti-gravitational things, um, which I talked about last time right uh, where they have that too and they're also going to need to create a narrative especially in the one that we face if they're going to weaponize something now you need to understand that in everything there is light and there's dark right so in the aliens coming here communicating with us them being very neutral loving um, and actually in danger at this time um, they that's that's the light now the dark is going to be those who understand that it's there and that's going to use the manipulation of the mind and the people in the movies to project on another um, energy of fear, another level of fear in our experience if their plan of control doesn't go the way to, um, to plan, right? Um, if you haven't already, I really encourage you to go watch Fall of, Cab Fall of Cabal on um, Vimo. Uh, and it'll give you really great indications and understanding of really the background information of the other side of the story being projected in the media. So that's the experience with aliens. And what I want to share about that as well is that um, there are going to be so many of you who listen to this who I hope can take comfort in knowing that your experience with them in your past or as a child or your curiosity has more to do with just a curiosity, that it has more to do with your soul remembering your experiences or remembering past lifetimes or remembering you being in particular spaces like that, um, if not even already communicating with aliens. So I hope that this can be a beacon of light for you to understand that you are sane, you are not crazy, you are sane, um, and that this is something that will inevitably be our, I don't even like using the word new normal because it's been so... It's just been a thing, right? That's my take on it. But it'll be a part of our designed reality because we are not meant to be separated or divided from 
races. We are meant to communicate and come together to do better with society and energy and our lives. And unfortunately, there will be those in history and in life that take greed and power and money into the hands of wanting to control versus just allowance. And that's where we are today. So I wanted to share that experience because I've had a few of you reach out to me. Um, And I want this to be an opportunity to understand that these things, aliens are okay, ETs are okay. Um, Not everybody is going to agree with them. Not everybody has to believe in them. But if you are someone who really resonates with this story, know that you are not alone and know that um, your experiences, whatever they are, that they are truth. They are your truth, right? Um, And something that I want to share too is uh, what's really interesting across various communities that I'm in um, and even communications that I have been having that the aliens are sending out SOS signals to a lot of people. So they're making their presence a lot more known to those who are consciously aware, um, not to frighten or to scare or to instill fear, but to um, let them know that they are present, to let them know that they come in a neutral energy, in a calming energy, so that um, when the narrative comes out about the invasion, that we will be prepared to help people move through that understanding that it is not an invasion of any sort. It, that is a manipulation, that they are actually positive, that they are actually loving and neutral and kind. Now, of course, in anything, there is going to be the dark as there is the light, um, but those types of aliens are already in the ploy of manipulation, right? So it's just one of those things. Um, Something that I've really been doing a lot of lately is challenging the narrative in places like Facebook. So if you're on my personal page, you know exactly what I'm talking about. And again, I don't... I was going to say I don't share these things because I want to be right. It's not about being right. It's about free thinking. It's about critical thinking. It's about what else is possible. It's about challenging the narrative or the projection. And something that's really interesting is that, um, and kind of what I talked about in the beginning about if you are willing to give up your temporary liberty for temporary security, then how much do you really deserve of either, right? Um, And right now, people are turning to a government to provide that safety and that security when we ourselves can provide safety and security. And I think that's really important to understand because that is a big part of a bigger plan, right? is that if you can have so many people reliant on a bigger energy entity like a government standpoint or a government um, agency to provide what you need your necessities your basic necessities right remember covid wiped out millions of people from their jobs and if you can create a system where people ultimately rely on the government for assistance then you can essentially do whatever you want you can change mandates, you can change legislations, you can change rights, you can change charter the Charter of Freedom and Rights, you can change amendments, you can change these things because people will then lean on you for security. And if you need people who are critical thinkers to hush or to be silenced, then you can turn millions of people who are relying on a system to be provided to or provided by, um, you can turn them into 
this term of sheep. Now, again, I'm not calling anyone that. Um, I think that everyone will come to terms with the experience of what they did, their soul is meant to experience. Um, but mind manipulation has been a thing of the time. You can go into any single ancient civilization history, history of our timeline up to about a thousand years ago, and you can watch as those in power used mind manipulation to control um, to control a population. And at this point, it just just gotten to a global standpoint, right? So something that I want to share about these blasts and these explosions is you don't you don't have these things show up in what's happening without there being a bigger reason. They're not a coincidence. They're not a terrorist attack because I feel like if that hasn't already come out as a narrative that it's going to right away. Um, but that these are going to be planned um, takedowns. And unfortunately, as I share, there are going to be casualties, but no different than the casualties of the government putting out this virus. Now, again, no matter where you stand on that belief, that is for you, this is for me, or you're with me, or you're not, and that's okay. Either way, you don't have to be. But in all the facts that have come out, if you are someone who has been doing your critical thinking, who has been doing your own personal research, whether it's just the tip of the iceberg research, um, you know, looking into one thing or another, or just being an observer to both sides of the story, then you're going to understand that this is not from a bat in Wuhan. And I really didn't want to do an episode about COVID, but I think it's going to be very important, especially once I get into our rights um, here in a moment. So um think of it this way okay it all started in china right it all started with the story of the lady eating the bat in wuhan okay and then all of a sudden people started realizing that that's actually physically impossible for a virus to be able to adapt and evolve beyond a, an animal and be a parasite to a human um in that time span that it takes centuries for a virus to evolve to that degree and so the government, the mainstream media, changed the narrative to, okay, well, in fact, we're looking into um, uh, agencies in the U.S. and in China and the correlation between them and the patents to these viruses and Bill Gates and things like that. Um, I'm going to drop a link of an episode of another podcast where he goes into a lot of this stuff with facts. Um, and you can, he has all the links provided for you, right? But But this is... This is the narrative, right? So everyone thought it was a bat in Wuhan and a lady in China, and then all of a sudden it was in the U.S. And then people started questioning, well, that does, that's not viable, right? Science says that's actually physically not viable at the degree that it's changed. And so they say, oh, actually it was created in a lab and it's all China's fault. Okay, but then they start tying it to, well, Bill Gates has owned a patent for this for quite some time and has actually um, petitioned for that patent for quite some time. And now it's just getting passed and implemented. Okay, and then we, for or the patent for the vaccine. So that's not adding up either. And then we go into this, um, you know, the Blackout Tuesday, which covered up and just so happened to be the same day that Hillary Clinton was in court for her case on all the emails in the Anthony Weiner laptop. Um, but nobody talked about that. And uh, by the way, she lost that case, meaning that she was then... Um, further indicted into the rest of the charges that were being speculated against her. Now, do you remember going back a moment here when the Me Too movement came out? That was in 2006. So right before 
Hillary Clinton ran for office, which first was in 2008 and then again in 2016. It was kind of um, baited that there was this big movement of women empowerment, which I fully support and I love that it happened because it really brought light to the very, very tip and beginning of some of these um, elite Hollywood um, directors and things like that that were doing these terrible things to people. Um, but that started and that got the globe's attention and then that empowered people to really feel called to elect a woman into office now again i'm not saying that there shouldn't be that's not a speculation here for some reason i felt like i needed to address that um but that gained more traction to her being a part of that now hillary clinton is in going to jail and is under arrest for pedophilia trafficking rings torturing all these all these things right and we as a nation are not only not really talking about it but bill clinton is also indicted barack obama is also indicted these past presidents are being accused of and charged with trafficking with these rings and as a society and in a nation we are still blindly following the fact that the government has our best interest in mind. When, if someone like that could even become a potential candidate, right, Joe Biden, you, no matter if you're Democrat or Republican in the U.S. at this point, you can't look at that man in the way that he is fondling children on camera and say that that is okay, even if you believe in the, um, the Democratic uh, system, right? Like that's not a viable candidate. So you look at how these people and what they're doing and what is being exposed, and that's not speculation, that's proof, right? Those things are out, that is proof that is out. I'm gonna drop some links in the show notes, you can check it out for yourself if you haven't already, right? That's not speculation. But people like that can be in positions of power to the degrees that they have been and they are. And yet we are still, as a society and a nation, blindly following government policies. Now, of course, there's not going to be everybody who's like that, right? But those people ran as a president. Those people had authority over public health, over military, over income over money over treasuries over all those things and they were doing that kind of stuff and that is not okay and those same people infringed policies and actions to not only protect themselves but then other people who were doing the same thing and skirting the system where there are people crippled by not being able to make enough money to put food on the table and yet people making billions or have access to billions of dollars are saying, you know, well, work harder. Work harder to get to where you want to be. And sure, that may be true, but that does not make it okay. That doesn't make it okay. That's not okay. That should never be okay because it's not okay. And as a society, we blindly follow these people in hierarchy positions when the government was founded and created to protect the people against hierarchy and corruption and these types of things. And instead of people saying, hey, you know what, wear a mask if you want, 
or don't it's up to you if it makes you feel safe then beautiful take care of what you feel makes makes you feel safe but then do what makes you feel safe too right we instead turn on each other and the more divide that it creates in the people the more divide it's going to create in the society the more divide it's going to create in the globe the more divide it's going to create and the more we're going to play into the pawn and chess game of those in control and now you have to understand to the to the scale of manipulation that is happening in the globe there is going to be a plan for those who see it and there is going to be a plan for those who don't an indoctrination for the awoken and the indoctrination for the asleep and in my belief system or in my opinion i believe the only way that we truly get to rise above this is if we all take to the streets if we all stand up against this but we have to stop arguing with one another from righteousness and from ego this is not about if you wear a mask then you are a good person and you care about the safety of others no 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 you care about you you take care of you because if we have all missed this point in this experience thus far a virus is a temporary infection in the body that it will pass in an immune system that is relatively healthy, optimally healthy. And to those who have immune compromised systems, it is going to affect them a little more than usual, um, if not, uh, unfortunately, kill them, right? That's how viruses work. Viruses don't need cures. Viruses pass in a system and there is so much between this is a virus and this is a disease when Anthony Fauci who is a very interesting character to get into studying um, he has also made multiple press statements and done multiple interviews saying that we don't need a masks or we don't need a mask we don't need masks that this is a virus that it is multiplying faster than expected which means it's passing faster than expected that's why our recovery rates are of 99 percent in the globe and yet you go down every level in society and you see how people we no longer need the government to police us because now they've created a situation where people police people think about that for a moment the amount of manipulation that has come across in this experience due to fear and lack of people feeling secure has now created a society where people police people. So it doesn't matter if you're a genuine person who would give their left arm to a person in need. If you're not wearing a mask, you're a bad person and you don't care about society. Well, that is not true. That is not true. So I'm going to go into a couple different um, bylaws that, so first I actually want to go, if you're in Edmonton, this is going to be extremely helpful to you. Okay. So in, and not even Edmonton, because you can look into your own if you have these bylaws or mandates in place. So mandates do not trump your amendments and they do not trump, uh, trump your human rights and freedoms. Okay. Bylaws are temporary. Um, or are in place for an extra amount of security or to regulate on a micro level, okay? When it comes to the bylaw mask, something that you get to understand, especially if you're in Edmonton, this is ours, that for the face coverings, 
A person must wear a face covering at all times while in an indoor, enclosed, or substantially enclosed public place or in a public vehicle. Okay, this does not apply to the following persons. Persons under the age of two, persons who are unable to place, use, or remove face coverings with or without assistance, persons unable to wear a face covering due to a mental or physical concern or limitation uh, or protected ground under the Alberta Human Rights Act. So what this is saying, and this is something you get to know even further beyond this, is that if you have a mental or physical concern or limitation that you are protected under the Alberta Human Rights Act and ultimately then protected under your Charter of Rights and Freedom in Canada to not wear a mask. The other thing you need to understand is we have PIPA and we have HIPAA. So we have our um, private, uh, I can't remember, Private Identification Protection Act and our Health Identification Protection Act. Okay, both of those state that you do not, by law, have to divulge your personal or health information. So if I walked into a store not wearing a mask and they said, sorry, ma'am, it's our policy, it's the bylaw for you to wear a mask, I could state that I have a mental concern or physical concern that limits me and prohibits me from having to wear this and I am protected under the Alberta Health uh, Human Rights Act and ultimately my Charter of Rights and Freedoms. If they ask me then to go into sharing what my um, concern or my limitation is, that I am then protected under the Personal and Health um, Protection Acts to not have to divulge that information. In return, exempting me from having to wear this. Now, if you are in some place uh, where you have bylaws or mandates, I really encourage you to look into that. And these are really important things to have on hand. The other thing too is that it also says that uh, you're exempt if you're per um, if you are engaging in water activities or physical exercise. And last time I checked, walking is a physical exercise. So if I'm in a store and I am walking, I am performing a physical activity, which means that I am now exempt from having to wear a mask. And I don't have to state for personal, private, or any public reasons why or what I am doing, just the fact that I fall under those categories allows me to not have to wear one. And some people will say, and some people have said, and I have engaged in the conversations of, well, if worst case scenario, um, it does protect other people, then why not wear it? And in best case, or in best case scenario, if it protects other people, then wear it. Um, and in worst case scenario, if not, well, then you've helped a lot of people along the way. But here's the thing, if you give up your liberty for temporary security, then you deserve neither. And that is the bigger picture of what we're facing, right? And that's not even the biggest of all the pictures, but that is a bigger part of this. If we're also willing to just hand over our rights and our freedom and our security and our liberty to a government controlled entity, which is taking power away from the people in this and instilling fear constantly by tracking the number of deaths. And at this point, we don't even actually know if those deaths are legitimate. We don't know if those deaths are legitimate because we have already seen the inflation of the confirmation cases. So who's to say that those deaths are legitimate? And not only in my own personal experience, which I will share with you in a moment, but from so many others in talking about this, um, in Edmonton, in Alberta, there is someone that I know 
who has um, experienced someone committing suicide in their note expressing that they have a history of mental issues um, and that this is not COVID related. In some case, I this is what they've told me from their story that they, I don't know, I guess knew that that was going to happen. Um, and then that family then had to go on and sue the morgue because they put COVID related death on their certificate. So that was, um, if you will, a hearsay story of someone close to me who shared with me and I believe them because I trust in them and I know that they are a good person. They have no reason to lie about that. Um, not only that, but there was other people um, who are nurses who shared that they were um, ha watching doctors and other nurses fill out on forms of people passing from COVID when they were in there for other health-related issues prior to. And then the amount of people, since I've been sharing this stuff, um, who have reached out to me to say that they have ex personal experiences, they have friends or family experiences of this. Now, I'm not saying this virus isn't real. It is real. But what's not real is the information about it. What's not real is what's really happening with it. And I think it's really unfortunate because even just dipping your toes in the research bucket of all this stuff, um, again, I'm not an expert. I don't know all the ins and outs of it, but I do know that our liberties are being stricken from us due to fear. And it's very unfortunate to see um, and it's more unfortunate to see people choose to divide themselves from each other because of it. And I don't say that in a position of being all-knowing or righteous, um, but just from a place of understanding. Now, maybe you're there and you get what I'm saying and maybe not, and that's okay, right? That's okay. But if you're not here and you don't know what I'm talking about, I really encourage you to be an observer of your belief system right now and look into what you're saying. And something that I really, 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 really want to bring to light is that if these doctors and these scientists and these medical professionals, their only, their only proof for wearing a mask being that it then stops the droplets from our mouths, of uh, you know going on to other people that's something that you then need to know is the uh, the information about the masks okay so n95 masks are for contaminated areas where you will wear an n95 mask if you are in an already contaminated area because then you're going to ex be exhaling um, contaminated air into a contaminated environment thus meaning that you are not actually protecting yourself, you are just breathing out contamination into contamination. Surgical masks are only viable for sterilized uh, communities. I'm gonna share something in the notes with you guys. You can go check out a controlled test that was done in 2019 stating that in a public place, it makes absolutely no difference whether you're wearing a mask or not. Um, and if you think about doctors and you are a doctor or a nurse, you know that masks are viable and need to be changed in all situations when interacting with patients um, to prevent contamination. If you are taking your N95 mask, your cloth mask, which is absolutely not effective whatsoever, but is actually trapping and going to create a lot of uh, respiratory issues for people, 
Um, you're taking those and you're storing it in your windshield, you're storing it in a cubby, you're storing it in a pocket. Well, now you are just breathing the bacteria that you are breathing out. We breathe out carbon dioxide. We breathe out essentially a, a minuscule amount of toxic um, air, right? But if you're constantly bringing and putting bacteria on your face, right, your mouth is a bacteria breeding ground. That's why we brush our teeth. That's why we're asked to eat healthy, clean foods, right? Um, and that's not meant to be uh, like that. That's a science thing, right? So if you're breathing into these these articles and you're storing it in places and you're not washing them, you're not replacing them, you're using the same one time and time again, well, you're not preventing anything. You're actually just causing toxicity to your own system. Okay, so those those are facts. Um, the OHSA standards talk about this. It is a part of training for anyone in an industrial environment. I worked in an industrial environment for um, a year and a half. I had to take PPE training to understand how to properly use um, these things. And though you don't need to have proper protective um, training to use a mask, um, in those trainings you learn about these things. Okay, so there's always more to it. There's always, always, always more to it. And it's really important to understand that wherever your belief may lie in all of this experience, that there is more for you to see there's more for you to know and i want to share that from a perception of that doesn't mean that you have to go down all the rabbit holes and know all the information and things because a lot of what is unfolding right now has been in the making for decades and centuries and even beyond that ancient civilizations and histories right you can't learn all that stuff overnight i can't even learn all that stuff in six months right i have a family i have a life i have a business i get to work with all of you i get to do readings for all of you i get to mentor all of you i get to help you through your energy and your guidance right and if that's not your life you have your own agenda you have your own things right you can't learn all this stuff overnight and it becomes very overwhelming and it creates a lot of anxiety because one you're immersing yourself in lower vibrational energies and understanding um and then on top of that there's the anxiety that just comes with knowing more things, right? Knowledge is power, but knowledge can also be used as a weapon. And I think that's important just to kind of keep floating in your mind as an understanding as you move through this experience. Um, but something really interesting for you to be able to look up, I don't have the link, but I'm going to look for it and hopefully I can put it in there. But if not, you can look it up for yourself, um, is to look up uh, and you got to do a little bit more digging and Google's not going to provide this. So I, I encourage you to go on DuckDuckGo, especially if you are going to do any research. Um, Google's very censored and it is also paying the multimedia streams. Um, so that's just, if you also listen to my last episode about spyware, clickbait, all those types of things, Google is a really big company that runs a lot of the information in the journals um, as well. So... Um, I want to, I was going to leave this for another time, but I think I'm going to go into this. So you can go into DuckDuckGo. You can look at the Federal Reserves of the Rothschilds and the Rockefellers, and you can see where they're located. And then if you go into it, you will see where all these recent explosions have been so far. Um, and likely you will also see where the rest of them will be as well. So unfortunately, there will be casualties but it is no different than the wars that have been started and that have been funded by 
businesses and companies and countries and governments on either side throughout history. And I'm sure you can tell my throat chakra is closing, right? It's, it's requiring rest. My energy is requiring rest because I know this, because this stuff is not easy to digest going into it in the research it's not easy to digest it's not even that so much that's supposed to be digestible it's just about becoming aware of your reality and it is such a powerful tool that we get to experience and wake up to and and the thing that a lot of people desire and i feel like almost everyone at this point has been conditioned to desire is convenience It is more convenient to hear from someone who is appointed an official or someone of hierarchy um, or of a higher figure to tell us what is happening versus us then going into doing our own findings. It is more convenient for us to go to the grocery store and to get our food than it is to grow it. It is more convenient for us to sit in a belief system that feels secure than it is to question our belief system and change and create radical responsibility for ourselves. It is more convenient to go to a house to get money to buy a house than it is to build and save and build your own, right? So convenience is what we are being challenged by. It is what we have been conditioned with. And becoming a free thinker, a radical thinker, looking into what you are sharing what you think you know even if what you think you know ends up proving to be right you were critically critical about it and you did your own research and that is a powerful powerful asset that we truly get to walk away from and walk away with ultimately right because not only does that help you in this global experience it helps you on an individual level it helps you to realize that there are more doors and more experiences that can and will be open for you It helps you to understand that there is a consciousness and an opportunity available for you at every single turn. That every single turn you are faced with a decision and an option to change and to adjust and to adapt according to your energy. You have an option and opportunity to then understand your energy so in depth that you know when making decisions and choices what to do and what feels in alignment to move forward with that. Instead of the convenience, instead of a narrative, instead of another person's agenda or truth or experience. You then get to lean and bank on your own because your soul came here with answers. Your soul came here with a bigger plan. And we are moving through and breaking down a subconscious filter that has so many levels and layers of traps in it. So many traps, so many mystery locks and keys to unlock and unfold. And we see this now on a global level where everyone is being faced with this. And for so many, it is hard to believe that that is possible or true because of the convenience that has been provided by being able to turn on the news. And it is important to understand that beyond your truth, there is another truth and another truth. And your truth is only a fraction of a bigger picture or plan. That in anything, there is light and there is darkness and there is always a bigger plan. There's a bigger plan for you. There's a bigger plan for us there's a bigger plan for we there's a bigger plan for society there's a bigger plan for earth earth is this ever-evolving world that is alive that grows that breathes you are a part of that in yourself you have your own community you have a community within you you have a team you have your divine team your guides angels your truth your higher self and they are guiding you through the lies not only the lies of your subconscious mind but also the lies of the reality in which you live so that you can move past those filters unlock those locks see through the traps and make the changes to adjust and adapt accordingly making and creating your own doors when you feel like there is no other plan or other path 
that you then become a critical thinker so critical to be able to look at what you're presented with and decide no that is not for me and i'm going to figure something else out instead but if you seek convenience and you believe and you trust in only convenience then you will only get what is convenient for society and not necessarily for you we have to work towards creating our own reality individually so that we can come together and rise above the oppression in society, the conditioning and manipulation that has been placed on our minds. Your mind is entrapped with so many lies. It is easier to believe in a lie than it is to uncover the lie and then find the truth. Because when believing and receiving and understanding that the lie was a lie, it is hard to trust in and believe what is actually true. Your soul knows truth. Understanding your energy knows truth. And when you understand your energy, you know what is a hell yes and a hell no. You know what is a lie and you know what is true. When you follow energy, you will always follow the right path. Not the righteous path, the right path. The, soul, the path that was planned and designed for your soul by you. When you don't follow energy, you follow a convenient truth. And that is something that can not only be your abundance, can be your ultimate guide, can be your light and your love and an unlimited experience and expansion of time, but it can also be weaponized, which is what we see in the world right now and people navigating and moving through that and hopefully at a more accelerated rate. So. I know it was a big episode. If you've been listening with me along thus far, thank you so much. Um, I really hope that that opened your mind. It created some expansion in your energy because my objective isn't to be right or righteous. My objective is to question and to critically think and to follow the energy. And the energy doesn't add up, right? The energy is not adding up in the narrative that is being projected. And it is, it is disheartening because there will be so many lives not only lost physically, but mentally to this experience. And people will lose the sense of understanding how powerful they truly are. And maybe you are someone who feels like you've been caught up in that story. And I want you to know that it's okay. I want you to know that you're going to be okay, that there is um, there's always changes and chances and opportunity. It's just about becoming more critically inclined in your thinking, in your patterns, in your beliefs, in your behaviors, and your ability to adapt to change as we change at a rapid rate. So um, thank you for being with me here today. I have some really exciting things that are going to be coming out and changing. Um, my business is going to be expanding and I cannot wait to share that all with you. I'm going to take some time to really rest and recover. Um, Intuition Academy is open to August 9th, so if you really want to dive into the foundations of your energy and move through the nuances, understanding what that looks like for you, then that is there and available. Um, if you want a more one-on-one -on -one experience with the validations, confirmations, really knowing how to not only protect and shield over your energy um, in a way that is tailored directly to you, I have two spots available for one-on-one. -on -one. Um, and that is only going to be open uh, for application until the uh, 19th of August. So I have um, quite a few applications I'm going through right now. If you want to get yours in, the link is going to be in the show notes and we can set up a clarity call, see if it's a right fit. Um, 
But beyond that, I'm going to really be taking some time off to discern the energy of the world. I'm always going to continue these podcasts every week. They just might not come out on Mondays. I'm going to let my energy to decide um, how they go, how they go. Yeah. So thank you so much for joining me today. And I really, truly just want to let you know that there is so much love and light around you. Don't forget to find the magic in the day. And if this episode really hit home with you, I would love and appreciate if you could share this with someone directly who you feel would understand or could use this insight or guidance at this time. Um, and if you really enjoyed it, please screenshot and share it in your Instagram. Tag me at Riley June or on Facebook. And uh, I love to hear what your greatest takeaway from this episode is. I want to continue to engage in open-minded and open energetic conversations with, uh, with you guys as these worldly events unfold and as we all go through this expansion and ascension. Um, but we need to remember to do so with grace and compassion and uh, critical thinking. So I hope, I hope this is everything you needed and more today. And I'm sending you so much love and light. Until next time.